<laughs> Hi, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. I'm your neighbor, Knox. How are you guys doing? I love glue! Yes, I do. <laughs> there is no fear in this dojo. No. <laughs> and with me to my right? Oh, hell, Knox. You know I'm always here. I got bit by a squirrel and I don't feel normal. <laughs> there it is. This is my sound. But it didn't take I me know. too long to get here. <laughs> Who else is here? Uh, I'm the present and accounted for. All I've had today is like six gummy bears and some scotch. And, yeah. it's, and it's been a lovely day so far. <laughs> I really like that. And next to me, to my left, Chef Kev and I fart on my shits. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> no, that's a different one. Oh, I'm sorry, Chef. Mr. Hat is a racist son of a bitch. All right. Yeah, Chris is a racist son of a bitch. Wait. Oh, uh, we're not in the climate for me Mr. to joke Hat. about that anymore. That's not me. He's not a son of a bitch. Uh, Holy right. fuck. You guys are going to pigeonhole me. Or you know I racist. hate being pigeonholed. You know I hate pigeons. Don't trust birds if it flies that like, spies. Is that like cornhole? Dude, that all birds are the worst. That's just fact. Uh, no, well, any bird that fucking wakes me up at 4 o'clock in the morning tweeting in my, my goddamn window when I don't have to be up till like 5.30 for work really pisses me off. So that was me, and I was a pretty bird. Pretty I'm bird, tweety bird. bird. <laughs> you know what I've heard? What's that? That the bird is the word. Oh, bird shit! Bird is the word! Yes! That's bird is a word. Did you just pull this right from the internet? Yes. That actually worked. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I'm old. I remember that song. So, uh, anything exciting this week happened? With you guys. Axe League throwing champion. Because right. <laughs> nobody like, fucking showed up. <laughs> I like, they had a big one week season. Yeah. <laughs> so it's already. And then everybody over tested positive for COVID. They had to shut it down. Hey, nobody was staying hey, in a bubble. Hey, hey. <laughs> nobody nobody did that. Nobody that, tested But that's all I got. Yeah, nobody showed up, so technically we won by default. Um, I got a few things. The dungeon is getting a uh, an upgrade. Well, two teams showed up. Yeah, it looks good down here. Uh, it's currently looks almost empty. emptied out, except for the podcast studio over here and some things in the storage room slash half bathroom. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. And on these uh, we're gonna we're gonna spend about thirty grand um, permanently bracing these walls. So uh, because we rock so fucking hard, yeah, <laughs> we're destroying the foundations, uh, and then um, hopefully by this time in two three years we'll have it all finished and we'll have our own little larger podcast studio down here. It's much better shape than what it is right our now. Our own little larger. Do we even get to call it the dungeon at that point? And our bathroom will be fully enclosed, so we don't have to worry uh, about uh, man, female no, guests. Can't, can't finally, <laughs> instead of going upstairs, they still time. don't want to hang out with you. Kevin. It's no, kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like glamping, right? I felt yes. bad. I felt bad <laughs> for be... Andrea when she got stuck with me at fucking Bacon Beer Fest. Poor woman. Oh, happened to hang out with you while you guys were going. She got out? partnered with me, and I don't think she was too happy about it. <laughs> oh, shucky darns, darn. Today's episode's about yeah, let's get sake, to drinking something, right? Sake, 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 sake to me. Sake for the Americans. For, for, <laughs> for heaven's, for the for God's Americans. sake, for heavens, from my mother. So oh, yeah, heaven sink. So today, today is uh, episode is about sake. It is a Japanese traditional alcohol made from fermented rice. Gross. Yeah, and you drink it with beer. So beer. do you guys remember the the venue, the hub? Yes. Right? It had like seven different bars but in it at, at one point. And it had the sake bar upstairs, right, yeah. right in the top of the stairs. Yep. That was my introduction to sake. You know, Me too, they, actually. I think they took, what was it, Blue, I think Blue Moon or something. They took some sort of beer, and then they put chopsticks on top of it, and then a shot of sake. And then the bartender would be like, I say sake, okay, you, you say, say bomb. bomb. Sake, bomb. bomb. Sake, bomb. bomb. And then you slap the, the table. table. And your shots drop into the, the beer, and then you slam them down. It was fun. Ah, it was a lot of fun. And was the sake, sake on bomb. fire, too? No, no. that would have been cool, though. Because then they would then you have splashing fire around. Oh, that's not good. And I don't know what it'd be. It's only like 18% awesome to watch, alcohol. Though. Yeah, probably not. Not enough alcohol content to be on fire. I think but, it's got to be at least 57%. Navy proof, remember? Nah, 40. You can make vodka. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 40 lights. Oh, okay. I don't burn a lot of booze, I guess. A flambe is in a saute pan because I've definitely made uh, like vodka arabiata, and when you add the vodka, it flames. Well, there you go. Excellent. But uh, the my other only other time I've really drank sake is at a tempanyaki grill, right? Where they. Spraying sake in your mouth. Oh, yeah. We should have squeeze bottles for this. Oh, really? we'll go over like uh, uh, Kobe? Kobe? Yeah, like Kobe's, Kobe's or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. 
So yeah. Um, and one time we were there for a birthday party and I don't know, halfway through the meal, I was like, man, I feel kind of fucked up. So I had to do math in my head. I'm like, well, I've only had like two Captain Morgans and then, I don't know, they shot sake in my mouth like four times. And that got everybody at the table talking like, well, that's only like four shots because your mouth only holds an ounce. I'm like, somebody else goes, no, your mouth holds six ounces. Of liquid. Wow, that's a big difference. Yeah, so yeah, with your cheeks puffed out. The next, yep. the next morning, I, I I had set an alarm and I I was living with cousin Tori at the time. Uh-huh. So uh, I grabbed a pitcher of water and I grabbed a measuring cup and I grabbed some beers and I woke him up and we sat in his bed and figured out how much mouth or how much volume the human mouth holds. <laughs> yep. And what so, was what was the final so, result? So he so we did three different delivery systems. You had to just drink right. Until your mm-hmm. mouth is full. Then you tried it with filling up your mouth by using a straw. And then we also waterboarded each other. Just like, <laughs> Lay down. Let me pour some beer in your mouth. And then spit it into this. And yeah. Long story short, we scienced because of sake. And it's about three ounces, give or take a quarter of an ounce, how much a human mm-hmm. mouth holds. At least for the cousin's chelsis. Science. The Chelsea's family got a three ounce average. Yeah. Oh, this should be one of those three one of those stars going across right now. The more you know. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It was a good time. We just laid we just laid in bed watching How Big Is Your Deck? <laughs> Whatever that show is where they rebuild decks. <laughs> How big oh. is your deck? <laughs> it's gotta be like a, a Playboy channel and HGTV mashup. No right? shit. Yeah. <laughs> Play GTV. But that's nice. all because of their fermented rice booze. That is sake. Yes, that's what it's sake is. Uh, in Japanese, it's called Nihonshu, which literally translates to Japan's alcohol. In order to make good quality Japanese sake, good water is essential. Uh, rice and it's koji mold. It's a, it's a filament, filamentous fungus also used to make miso, which is great because I love like miso flavoring, like soup. And miso flavored, uh, like uh, that vagina. Yes, <laughs> it's used to make vagina. No ramen. Ah, yes. Ah, it's, it's, I screw that up. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's wrong way, wrong direction. Uh, but similar yeasty stuff. I never uh, had so, biology. <laughs> who doesn't? So you, who doesn't fuck ramen? Uh, right. <laughs> Gross. If you squish the noodles around, it sounds the same. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so they have the, the koji. Two for nuts. Yep, and they got the koji mold and some yeast to ferment. Uh, once it's fermented, only the clear upper part of the whole resulting substance is bottled. Now, typically filtered, although unfiltered products are also available. Uh, the resulting clear to slightly yellowish rice wines have an alcohol content of around fifteen to twenty percent, and relatively mild flavor profiles, ranging from light and crisp to a richer, more substantial fruity notes. Uh, sake pairs well with almost any kind of food, but complements the delicate flavors, quote unquote, of traditional Japanese meal particularly well. I mean, duh. Uh, Imagine yeah, that. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> alcohol to go with their food. <laughs> just that's weird. So, in recent decades, uh, premium sake has been gaining popularity, while cheap sake has gradually lost market share to other types of alcoholic drinks. Uh, premium sake differentiates itself from the quality of the ingredients and the efforts put into the production process. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Knox, but uh, this reminds kind of uh, me of when uh, you and I went to Bridgeview yesterday. Yes. Uh, looking for some sake, sakis, and a gentleman working kind of pointed out where they were and kind of gave a brief description. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, I just kind of remember him saying, you know, anything above like 20 bucks is probably okay. You kind of want to stay away from the stuff that's less than 20 bucks, at least around here. Mm-hmm. So the one I chose, which I don't remember which one it was, maybe it was the Hawk in the Heavens that we'll get to later here. But um, yeah, it was like 29 bucks. So, and it's like, uh, yeah, 15% alcohol. So yeah, yeah it's there, not was, bad. there was one that was like 17 bucks and I almost wanted to get that one just, <gasps> just to see how bad it was. Yes, I'm like, I almost think you should have. Because I'm like... As that average guy, you know, I would like, oh, I don't know a damn thing about sake sake. For fuck's sake. For sake's sake. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to buy the cheapest one, and it probably sucks, and now that all sake sucks. So. Ah, tastes like old socks. Yeah. 
I think I think you should have, and and I think when we were discussing this in the uh, pre-production, Kevin, you said we we should have, so we have a baseline on what like subpar sake or sake. Oh, that's what you wanted me to say when he pointed at me. Yeah, yeah, for real. I wanted to bring in the little the little green bottle that you see at the next to the till at all the liquor stores. It's just like a th- three four dollar bottle of sake, and yeah, that should we should have brought that sock water in to uh, establish the baseline. Yeah, it would right, like the Phillips I, vodka of the sake. Pretty much. Right? Yeah, I you, believe you don't so. jump in and just drink all top shelf stuff. I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe we are. We're hobnob a bit. I have no idea. I can't the, even read the bottle, honestly. <laughs> we yeah. stayed in the mid range for this episode. And Is it worth it? Yes. Let me work it. There you go. I think most of the ones that we have today were in that 20 to 20 to $30 range. Yes, that's I think what most it, of them were 29 29 I yeah. Think. I have no idea how much those two little cans that I bought were. I didn't pay attention. We'll figure it out. So, like, uh, like we said, the alcohol content is around fifteen to twenty percent, up until <laughs> polishing rice. Up until right about here, <laughs> below. Now, now below are some of the. Uh, thanks for that, Ernie. I really appreciate you. the 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 call back to that going to Bridgeview and talking to the guy. He was really knowledgeable. knowledgeable. Didn't he say something about like? Yeah, took he, a four hour four course hour or something? class on it, and yeah, it was pretty interesting. Oh, Tim, the guy with the glasses. I don't know. I'm calling him that from here on out. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> Tim was very helpful. Yes. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> All right. So now in the, in the making of sakes, uh, there's a degree of polishing the rice, which is interesting. Uh, rice grains are polished before use in the sake production because the grains outer layers. Oh, my wife's home. Shannon's home. Hi, Shannon. Create undesirable flavors in the end product. Uh, generally speaking, the more polished the rice is, the better... Uh, the taste gets, and the higher the price tag of the resulting sake. Now, for premium sake, at least 30% of the grain has usually been polished away, while the rice for the following high-end types of sake need to be polished even more. Do you polish rice like you do bowling balls? Big Lebowski. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just see. You can't. You can't I'm, see us doing it, but we're doing it. <laughs> I I was thinking of polishing something else, but okay. Knobs. <laughs> Rice polishing. Sometimes you got to do more of it. Sometimes you got to do less. Depends on what kind of garbage you want. For premium sake, at least thirty percent of the grain has has usually been polished away, while the rice for the following high end types of sake need to be polished even more. Ginjo, at least forty percent of the grain has been polished away, and dai ginjo, at least fifty percent of the grain has been polished away. Now, generally speaking, uh, ginjo and dai ginjo tend to be the most flavorable types of premium sake. Flavorable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And extraordinarily rich in character. Now, that's debatable. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. <laughs> I can hardly wait. Now, as a result, they are best enjoyed by themselves. For example, like as per an aperitif. Is that how you say that? Aperitif. Yes. Or in, yep. Or in combination with strongly flavored dishes. So what does aperitif mean? I see it uh, in a lot of places. Basically, uh, appetizer beverage. Generally, they end up helping aiding. Uh, they help aid with digestion. Like uh, you'll see that with uh, God. What is it that they drink? Uh, the people at Mezzalone drink all the time is an aperitif. Negroni, that, uh, probably. Yeah, actually, yeah, I believe Negroni is one. So it's got that Italian uh, Campari. Bitter, yeah, Campari. In so it. yeah, that's why I brought it up. I bought a bottle of Campari. And I'm trying I got to figure upstairs. out how to drink it because it's so fucking bitter. But yeah, I see it uses an aperitif and blah, blah, blah. So I, I found one recipe I actually like with oh. it. We'll talk about yeah, it another good. time. Yeah, but that's good for the digestion. Naked, naked I, juice or whatever it was? Uh, Something something about a bird. Oh, jungle okay. bird. Jungle I'm, bird. Yeah. I'm like yeah. a bird. All right. Sorry. It is the word. <laughs> so <laughs> aperitif. Aperitif. So uh, they can be too powerful when paired with delicate dishes. Now, um, addition of alcohol. The alcohol in sake is produced in a time and cost-consuming fermentation process. In order to decrease production costs, many producers have been adding large amounts of distilled alcohol to their sake. Premium sake, however, pride themselves for not containing any added alcohol or for using only small amounts of it with the purpose of adding subtle flavors. This leads to the following additional classifications of premium sake. Junmai, uh, which is no alcohol has been added to this sake. And Honjo... I love that movie. <laughs> no, that's Jumanji. Jumanji? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I see where you're going with that. 
And they have a Hanjozo, which we do have a Hanjozo here. It's a barrel-aged one. Oh. Uh, which has a small amount of alcohol has been added to an, and enhance the flavor. Now, there's also uh, special types of sakes. By omitting or adding certain steps to the sake production process, some special types of sake can be produced. The namazake, or raw sake, is pasteurized towards the end of the production process. However, in case of namazake, the pasteurization step is skipped. The resulting drink has a fresh flavor and must be refrigerated and consumed quickly. And they got nigori sake, which is cloudy, so it's uh, only coarsely filtered, resulting in a cloudy sake that contains some of the rice salts left over by the fermentation. And that can range from extremely sweet to tart. And they got sparkling, which is just similar to sparkling wine. Sparkling sake is bottled before the fermentation process has fully ended, resulting in the creation of bubbles. They got koshu, which is old sake, uh, which is just, Longer fermentation process, local uh, or jizake. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is local sake. Um, it's produced locally by small independent brewers. And amazake, which is sweet sake. It's a sweet, thickened, low or non alcoholic drink that is typically served during the cold weather months. You'll often find amazake being sold at food stands and street vendors around winter festivals. Now, this is coming to the end of it here. Uh, there are basically two different ways to enjoy your sake. Haya and Atsukan. Atsukan! Right? <laughs> <laughs> Force push. There you go. Haya, <laughs> Haya means cold style for which you refrigerate not only the sake, but also the tokuri and the ochoko. Tokuri is the bottle which the sake comes in, and the ochoko is what you the little shot glass that you drink it with. On the other hand, atuskan is a heated style for which you heat the sake in a tokuri placed in hot water. Now, some sakes are better drunk haya style, others are better atsukan style, and some are excellent done both ways. Now, what's interesting is that the taste and smell may change drastically depending on the temperature the sake is served. Now, you might want to experience both to see which ones you prefer, although temperature depends on the sake, season, and individual taste. Now... What's really funny is, generally speaking, most premium sake is best enjoyed chilled or at room temperature, uh, especially the expensive ginjo and daiginjo, while the cheaper, shittier, less flavorful sake is hold up well when served hot and can be very enjoyable during the cold winter months. Sakes come in a range of flavors that vary in complexity and nuance. At the most basic level, sake is described as either sweet, which is amakuchi, Way down yonder on Amakuchi. <laughs> it gets hotter than a, it gets hotter than a Karakuchi, which is the which is the dry uh, kind of sake. The sweetness of sake is often listed on the menu. I was waiting. I read forward. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, where's that fucking sounder at? Uh, there it yeah, is. I couldn't hold it in. I suck. Yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now That's the, what I told my daughters. This, <laughs> gross. Yuck. Hey, the sweet, the sweetness, I wasn't ready to be a grandpa. The sweetness of sake is often listed on the menu with a number value known as the sake meter value, which is the Nihon Shudo. The scale goes from negative 15, very sweet, to positive 15, or very dry. Now, wine and sakes are both fermented alcohols with an alcohol percentage of around 15 to 20%. So in a way, they're a bit similar. Uh, however, contrary to what many people believe, Japanese sake is sweeter than wine and as such also has more calories than wine. For instance, a 100 gram glass of sake contains 103 calories, whereas wine has about 83 calories for the same amount. And thus concludes the educational portion on sake. Thank you, a, baby Jesus. That was about your best read ever, though. You didn't yeah, you screw didn't. up any of those indigenous words. I took Japanese in high school. Actually, for like a year. It it wow. shows. It showed today, Knox. School yes. school pays off, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez, I was 16, so though I turned 43 in four and a half days. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. <laughs> 27 years ago. Fuck, who knows? I don't, I don't do math very well. I don't, I don't know how they do the new math nowadays. So. All I know is I'm excited to get into this. All right, so the first sake that we have, it's at itssaketime.wordpress.com. <laughs> It's the Miyashita Hare no Kuni, or Sunshine Country Junmai. 
Now, what did we say about June Mai's? You guys remember? Uh, June Mai's. They are no right alcohol. June Mai's. No, uh, no, <laughs> no alcohol has been added to the sake. So that's what this is. No alcohol has been added to it. Oh. Now this says it's uh, it's the brewery is Miyashita. It's a uh, ok- Okayama Prefecture. Destination June Mai. Sixty. Well, it's an fifteen point five percent ABV. It's got Akabono rice. And it's priced at around 35 bucks. I want you to say what you were going to skip. Say it. Say my boy. 65%. We don't know what the fuck that means, though. Say my boy. But that's it's at 65%. I'm going to look that up to figure out what that is in, uh, for the future here in the episode. But Why don't I just do that real quick? Yeah, let's figure you out what that means. You guys smell it. What yeah. do you got? Oh, it kind of smells Bernie and sweet at the same time like that burn kind of hits your nose when you take a deep breath and then uh the corn burn yeah. yeah and then kind of at the end you get a little bit of that i don't know sweetness i get it smells like rice wine vinegar rice, to me yeah it so smells this, like rice wine this grain has oh. been polished to 65 percent. oh that's what that means it's the grain polish so there's only 35 percent of the of the grain left holy shit so this is like well refined really it's Really, really polished. Well, that's cool. And I'm glad you a, looked that it up. Came in this sure pink. it's not the other way around that it's 65% polished, like it's polished down to 65%. That's, a, a, that's a good thing. Super premium. I don't know. It, it came in this cool pink bag. It, oh, the, the bag yeah, is you're right. really cool. Okay. You're right. So 35% was polished off. Yeah. Oh, that's that the amount of the original oh. rice grain that remains after polishing. Okay, so this is not as great as we thought. So yeah. lower number is yeah. what yes. you're looking for. Oh, like golf. Yeah. Got God it. damn it. We, we golf in the day, God boys. Damn it, Bobby. This smells hot, though. So uh, a semi boy of 60 or lower is good. Gotcha. That, Some more would, premium. that would make it a... Ginjo. Thank you. And a Dai Ginjo is 50%. Christian. So this is a moderate, moderate grade of rice polishing. That fucking makes any sense to anybody. Yeah, I get that. It's like making sushi rice. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this. Oh God, Ernie, have you sipped this yet? Oh, you know me. I'm already on my second glass. Are you really? No, no you're not because no, the I'm bottle's not. in front of me. Oh, oh, oh Lord. Um, yeah, I get a a little bit of that burn, and it kind of sticks with you for a little bit. But it's kind of a subtle. It's not like overpowering, like a. I don't know, bourbon or a scotch or anything like that, or vodka, but lets you know that it's uh, in your mouth. I think it tastes like wet laundry. And and that. I don't know what it is I taste, but I don't like it a lot. No, kind of really. Really watered down. And this is not a sweet sake. Whiskey or something. Okay, I get that. The, te- the texture, the mouthfeel is really viscous, and that's off-putting for some reason. Just because it's such a sour, vinegary smell, and I don't want it to be thick on my palate. I think I'd prefer this being shot in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so or just or instantly. sipping on it. Or warm. Uh, this yeah, would probably maybe this be is not a sipper. Warm. Maybe this is a... Yeah, maybe this is a shot. Saki shot. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. Maybe oh. this is the best sake they have, and I just don't like sake. I don't know. This, we'll have to try the other ones, I well, guess, and find out. Like they said, mm-hmm. the lower grades are better served warm, and I feel like this would be a better warm sake than cold, because as or it gets colder, it gets more viscous. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, it's going to get more medicine-y. I was going to let mine sit over here for a while so I could revisit it later after I've had some of the other ones so I can p- compare Side by side. Yeah, we can leave these out at room temperature a little bit more. See, we don't have a lot of history at this either, so... No. This is going to be hard to rate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I just know that I'm not liking this. That's all I can tell you on a baseline. So this is the most raw you're going to get of a rating from us. Just, I don't like it, or this is okay. (laughs) Okay, I guess the other option is, which we have never done, but... So should we do that? We go through the Sockies first, talk about them what we like, what we don't like, and then go back and say, hey, this was my favorite. This I need was... a pen if we're doing that. Okay. Because I really don't know if I should call this a three, a two, or a four. Fuck, are we going to have to five? do this? All right, well, here's, here's here, here we have the initial impressions. Aroma was very subtle, with light notes of spice, grain, and a touch of rice. 
No floral aroma to speak of at all. This is a pretty dry sake with notes of caramel and vanilla, having a taste a bit reminiscent of gourmand perfume. The texture was quite milky and clean. Why are we... Why is this person comparing it to eating perfume? Oh, That's what the sh- fuck is that? <laughs> Sounds like the wrong thing to compare Sounds like some to. shit I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just pissed because you said it. You wrote this three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> just don't remember. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, so the progression of flavor goes from an initial touch of sour wash and mil- milky texture, then a bit of grain, dessert spice, and a lingering finish. Now, uh, oh, where's the sounder? Where's the sounder? Do you have to let it linger? Oh, I do. Oh, I for got fuck's it. Sake. Do you have to oh, perfect oh, timing. Thank God. Good timing. There you go. All right. But it is it. milky and it's upsetting. But uh, I don't get like the. I don't know what kind of spices they're fucking talking about. Or perfume. Because I don't get anything. No, I know the perfume. So what perfume? <sighs> nothing. I don't know nothing about perfume. Eau de pure. Stank de jour. Yeah, oude grossness. I don't know what I don't <laughs> know toilet. what it is I'm tasting, but I don't like it. Fart de socks. Fart de socks. <laughs> this has a very light fart and sock essence. Let's put a number on this. So by the way, it looks like well, water. Obviously, all these are gonna look like water. Yes, not. There's there's a little bit more to this one. Um oh, I ain't finding it. Conclusions. Uh do the Sunshine Country brew is a perfect example of why the experience of tasting a sake matters far more than any pre-taste stats or research. Conventional wisdom might dictate that the best sake comes from sake specific rice, milled ginjo, sixty percent, or diet ginjo, fifty percent rates. This Junmai Shu uses a dinner rice variety and is milled to lower to a lower sixty-five percent. Yet it is one of the more refined sakes that we have tasted. They this people say four point five out of five. Well, well, they don't know shit. Let's apparently, let's go ahead and talk about giving this a number out of five. Chris. Out, oh shit, that's right. Out of five. I'm going to strongly disagree. And again, I don't know a lot about fucking sakes, but I think this is probably subpar. So I'm going to give it a two. I also Kev. really don't know much about it. I, like I, I dabbled in them, and I, I used to like to say that I thought I liked sakis, but we're gonna see where my opinion lands at the end of the day. This is a two. I feel like it's it might be close to middle of the road, but I feel like it's below the mark, Ernie. Uh, one point seven five. Yeah, I hope it's below the mark. Yeah. I, oh, if this is the best one we try today, I'm gonna be fucking. I don't know. <laughs> Upset? Sad and drinking side beers. Yeah, I, I was going to say cheers to the fucking priests or price brewing. Prize. Prize. Bring that Prize shit brewing. Mutually inclusive. With the mango, mutually inclusive. And Chris today oh, is sipping on that slang du jour. The bumbleberry pie. This is my. This is easily my favorite drinker in the slang du jour. That's our little plug to everybody else. Ernie, are you drinking that, that grenade or not? Ernie was no, brandishing was... Mickey's grenades earlier. No, I did have a Shiner Oktoberfest, though. Oh, uh, that's a good standby. Yeah. I see there. Uh, Bridgeview has a couple of them out. So while uh, we were there again. Yep. The you other got day, a six pack of them. Got a six pack of Shiner Oktoberfest. So. All right. What Which is gone? What's next, Ernie? Well, the, average, the average for the. I just put the pink wrapped bottle, the Sunshine Country um, Jumanji Saki. Is uh, one point nine one six six repeating six. Okay. Yikes! Out of five. All right. The next sake that we have today. Uh, if you go to tippysake.com and look up the Tentaka Hawk in the Heavens, it's thirty five dollars. It's a pretty looking bottle. It's a really pretty bottle. Okay, so the Tentaka Hawk in the Heavens. It's a dry, fragrant, well-rounded. Okay. What Serve slightly chilled. It's a 15.6% ABV. 15. And it's a blend of one, two, three, four. One, two. Four or five different, three, four, different types five. of uh, of sake. sake. 73.8% non-premium. Uh, that's a lot of math, man. A go-to sake for barbecue. This rustic, high-acid sake is a great representation of traditional... Junmai style that you would find in Izakayas throughout Japan. I'm assuming those are like the breweries. The brewery name Tentaka translates to Hawk in the Heavens, a prosperous Japanese symbol that is thought to bring good fortune to the brewery. It's uh, kind of rich and dry. 
Yeah, those tasting are, notes: those mushroom, truffle, and toasted sesame. Mushroom. And it's recommended between seventy to one hundred and fifteen degrees. Ooh, pairing so meat, warm. pairing meat and crab and shrimp. I totally understand pairing most any shellfish with sake. The acidity really pops that brininess, bitch. So what do you guys think of this one on the nose? I think it smells like socks again, but... I think it's sweeter. And kind of smells of, yeah, some sort of darker caramel candy. But again, it, it smells like wet laundry. Hmm. Crystal clear. Almost a little yellowish, I guess. Yes, I saw that. It's got a little huge. more yellow tint than the other one. For sure. And we, we did mention earlier that, that after filtration, it can be like a yellowish. Yep. That's a good sign, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Time to dive into this motherfucker. Right. I'm done What do you got on the flavors? Well, I don't get mushroom. Yeah, I get mushroom. Way, way at the end. I get like a deep mellow, which is a weird combination of earthy tones that I can relate to being a mushroom note, but not specifically <laughs> the taste of mushroom. It's like a, it's like a, it it's was like next a, to a mushroom. It's like a wet basement LaCroix. It was in the same room. <laughs> it was next to a wet basement LaCroix. I know that uh, where the rice was grown, there were uh, mushrooms within a 500 mile radius of it. Looked at it. I so I think that's where face. you're getting that. You fucking jackass. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it tastes like a wet basement, which I associate with mushrooms. Fungus. With fungus. Among us. Yes. Incubus. It is sweeter though, like Ernie said. Maybe I, not I, as milky. I also wrote down. Kind of has a kind of a watery finish. Kind of yes, finishes watery. Less milky. And then after that, I get a little bit of mushroom something. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that mushroomy flavor? You think it's appropriate? I never would have thought it was a mushroom if you hadn't said it. Okay. I don't wouldn't know what that ta- that taste is. Uh, I mean, that's par for the course as far as I'm concerned with sakis. Is now that I think about it, that's that weird. Note that I've always not been able to put my finger on that. That's uh, with sake that I always say is like wet laundry. It's like a weird earthy, fungusy, mushroomy flavor. It's kind of off-putting, but I like mushrooms. I don't know. I want to drink them though. <laughs> Chris, you haven't said a lot here. Yep, because I yep. I told you what I thought. Mm-hmm. I don't taste mushroom. It's just weird. Uh, it. Uh, but you sound stuffed what about up that, today. What about that I, toasted sesame? Nothing. What's the difference between, Chef, what's the difference between mushroom and truffle? Uh, not really much, I don't believe. Uh, Price? Mushrooms <laughs> Mushrooms grow above the dirt and truffles grow underneath them. And they're both funguses. I couldn't give you a real mycological uh, explanation, but okay. they're basically ground truffle, uh, ground mushrooms. All right. Any right. other tasting and notes? Way more expensive, and I don't t- taste truffle in this at all. No, 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 no. But you taste mushroom. For, for and sure. You what said was there wasn't much of a... sesame? Kind of on Toast the nose. Sesame? On the nose more. But I don't know. I could be I could be done talking about this. Okay. You guys good with it? <laughs> I'm, I'm good with it. Chris is over it I was forever yeah. ago. Ernie, give it a number. 2.75. Love it. Chris. Two. It's on par with the other one. Chef Kev. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, busy writing, I'm busy writing stuff. Down. I'm going to give it a 2.75. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Meow. I'm All right. I'm trying to keep it moving. So the average for the uh, Tentaka, 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 Hawk in the Heavens is 2.50. Right at average. So we are just hoping they get better. Somebody does uh-huh. something. I have my fingers crossed. <laughs> I got my fingers crossed. So uh, take a quick break. Get the remaining few co- sakis coming out, poured, and um, yeah. And maybe um, a word from our sponsors. Done. Sponsors done. Yes, and we'll be right back. Yeah. We will. Yes, because we are sponsored in part by Bridgeview Liquors in South Moorhead. Ernie, what can you tell me about the specials this month? I noticed first thing I noticed they got uh, Mick Golden Light uh, cases on sale for less than twenty bucks. 
1949. That's actually a pretty good deal. Uh, that used to be my really go-to beer back in the day. Excellent. Um, New Amsterdam vodka and New Amsterdam gin, uh, 1.75s. You save four bucks. It's decent. Uh, Cardi rum, uh, 1.75s. You save five bucks. And then they have the Summit six pack and 12 packs on sale this whole month, I believe. And uh, you save a couple bucks on the six packs and three bucks on the 12 packs. Summit has some uh, pretty decent beer. So, and they have some wine on sale, uh, Boda Box, save five bucks, fifteen ninety nine for Boda Box. Isn't it pronounced Boda Box? Boda. I bought a box. What about it? $15.99 at Bridgeview. <laughs> what about it? Well, it's on sale. Oh. So, but yeah. And recently got some Oktoberfest beer there from uh, Shiner, because uh, October beers are starting to come out at Bridgeview, so. And we look forward to uh, Bridgeview's shipments when they get them in to see what they all have. And they usually get a pretty large uh, new shipment in. Yeah, and they're pretty good at posting it on Facebook and stuff like that, so you can see what they have. They take a nice picture of it and quick run down all the new beers and liquors that they got coming in. And so, yeah, go uh, like them on Facebook, stock them, or I mean stock up your fridge (laughs) from Bridgeview. Not not again, Ernie. (laughs) (laughs) I unfortunately have to stay 50 yards away at all times. But if you are looking to stock Bridgeview, you can find them at 935 37th Avenue South in Moorhead. Contact them by phone. Seriously, contact them. 218-477-6162. They are open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. till 9.55 p.m. And get this, motherfuckers. Sunday, 11 a.m. till 5.55 p.m. Weird, specific, I know, but get in there. Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> doing, doing the chef, yeah, rap. All right, once again, we want to thank uh, Bridgeview Liquors. Don't forget to support us by supporting them. Stop on out, and uh, thank you very much. Yeah. This episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews is also sponsored in part by Fargo Underground. Head on over to FargoUnderground.com, and like me, if you want to see their food truck locator or go to the ultimate downtown patio guide, you just click that little finger pointy thing right over the food tab there. And it gives you all those things, including today's happy hours, food and drink events, restaurants, bars and pubs, coffee and tea, brewers and distilleries, and grocery and markets. Yeah, Fargo Underground <laughs> really is a one-stop uh, one spot on the internet to uh, get you wherever you need to go in Fargo. If you want to know anything about Fargo or Moorhead or basically West Fargo, anybody in this uh, this community here, head We're over gonna to We're going to call Far- it the cities. The cities. The cities. Or is that taken? Well, we're, that, taken. We, we're not the twin cities. But kind of. Well, sort of. Now, we're the prettier twin, for sure. <laughs> oh. Are we allowed to say that? Sure. Like those twins in The Shining. Fargo Underground, the prettier twin. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I always have thought about Fargo Underground. It's the prettier twin. The Absolutely. prettier twin? Yeah. It's got all the hooks. Knows every uh, knows everybody in town. Has a great personality. Yeah. Very yeah. sociable. Yep, and you can also check out articles that they have about the Red River Market, which is uh, kicking off its sixth season this year. So head on over to FargoUnderground.com to check out all your needs for Fargo-Moorhead and the downtown area. Welcome back from our... From it's, our it's a twist top. From our ad reads. <laughs> I'm <laughs> twisting. We are slowly but surely opening up our next... Oh, there's a thing right there. There's a, there's a, there's a thing. Our next sake. Uh, a, a rippy. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, a little rippy. I don't... Yeah, it's, he's a little rippy. You rip it it's in? fine. I, I lied to you completely. Ernie, what bottle is this that you're manhandling? What the fuck are you doing? Okay, that worked. It was a cork. You thought it was going to go... I was expecting something. I wasn't expecting that either. No, nope. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that was really weird. Nobody knows what happened, but he just pulled the bottom of a, a light bulb out. I was Basically. expecting a twist top because that's what the other two were, and it's uh, like a cork that has a little piece of tin foil wrapped on the bottom. Knox, what bottle is this? This, uh, it's the Hanjozo, which means, if I remember correctly from my notes. A small amount of alcohol has been added to enhance the flavor. Oh, boy. Right? This so is Knox's it, favorite. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... I but think I'm turning news. Japanese. 
So a barrel age is a unique gem of sake that has been aged in traditional cedar cedar barrels to absorb the earthy aroma and flavor. Barrel age delivers clean, mild dryness and a slight cedar fragrance with relaxing effervescence. This sake is perfect for a mellow day with special friends. Enjoy this sake served very chilled or cold. Great accompaniment to light or rich fruits such as fish, grilled chicken, pork chops, and even filet mignon. Okay, you covered every fucking protein there is, basically. Right, and also tofu. Yeah, it's great with uh, wildlife. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. (laughs) It smells awesome, though. I haven't been able to say that about any of these till right now. I don't get much of aroma. Maybe a little cedar. Cedar. A little bit of cedar, like a light bit of mushroom and sweetness. Yeah. I don't get much aroma other than that little bit of cedar. And that little bit of earthy mushroomness, wet socks. It's got an array of flavors right away. Like almost like flowery and uh it reminds me of uh rose uh rose water a little bit. It's got that, a, a milling perciness. This one's got a milling rate of seventy percent, so this is not quite as good as the other ones that we've had so far. I don't want that to affect my opinion. I don't know, but that's what they say, but I don't mm. think this is too bad. I like this one a lot more than the other ones. It's just a little more punchier up front. Um, I think it's rice that I don't like as the f- over underlying, uh, the, the underlying flavor in sake. I think it's just yeah. uh, I don't like rice. Or, or maybe it's just that mold. Which is how it works, but this one's a little fruitier, a uh, little more makes me want to Makes me want to dance more than the other ones did. <laughs> Do you taste that cedar? I don't until I let it sit and like I swallowed it and it's like five seconds later and there's just this little plank flavor. Just dries out. Yeah, dries out. And yeah, I, it's a I don't, plank that used to have salmon on it. I don't really know what like plank from Ed Ed and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, yeah, I, I don't I don't like the dryness of this. It, I, th- I think there are notes that dance, there are floral notes that are interesting uh, that keep me drinking it, but at the same time, it kind of diminishes my palate, and it's unappealing. A little sweeter, um, a little flavorful right at the beginning, and I, that's when I said it kind of almost like a floral, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Um, not little to no burn, but then it uh, kind of does have that dry finish. The more I have of it, the less I'm overly enthused by it. The initial note, I will say real quick, I'm sorry to punch in, but um, Chris, you drink Hendrix, right? The initial floral note, the very like pop, bang second right away with this that's gone is kind of that floral note that Hendrix has as well, I think. And then it's just straight sweet sweet rice after that. Yeah. I don't disagree, except for with the yuck part. I think this is pretty good. I guess not yuck. I'm going to finish this. I did not finish I, one I, of these. I wish, it didn't, I wish it didn't have such a dry, because it's like really kind of drying on my tongue. Yeah, but that if you keep drinking it, it doesn't. Right, that's the point. That's uh, Maybe that's what they're going for, huh? Want to hang uh, uh, here we go. some numbers? Oh, this is actually... Did you see the color in this? Numbers. Yes. Uh, that's not a number, but I'll give one. Two point five. What? Two point five. Very. Um, if uh, anything's better than this, it's good. If anything's not as good as this, it's probably crap. Engelbert Humperdinck. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Big Earn, what do you got for number? I, I'm gonna give it a three. I think I like it a little bit better than the. And Chris. I'll do 2.75. All right. So the average for the Hanjo Zo. Hanjo Zo. is 2.75. Next. I am I am gathering so far by these numbers. Nobody's a really big fan here of sake. Not so Not far. Not huge. And maybe Chris kind of nailed it. Passable, it's like maybe it's the rice. Chris brought it, brought us a can, a can of it, can two, of fucking sake. Two cans, two cans. But the two cans. But I got a few on. That just sounds like a bird now. What? Two, two yeah. cans. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm hungry for cereal. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
That's the. Do we need that's the other the one? Wor- that, there's no way a fucking toucan makes Sounds that Sounds like noise. that. Have you ever actually heard one? They're fucking obnoxious, but it's not that. <laughs> that's about like, ugh. That's gross. They're snooty. Ugh. Ugh. I have a toucan. <laughs> snooty. Anyways. Bushido. All right. So. Way of the warrior. Tell me about Saki in a can. Okay, Bushido is a premium-grade handcrafted sake in a can brewed in the birthplace of sake, Kyoto, Japan, with tasting notes of tart raspberry, Asian pear, and watermelon rind. How premium? Less than 6% of all sakes from Japan receive this designated designation of ginjo, so this is a 60% or lower, meaning that the rice has been milled down to leaving only the center starch-rich portion of the rice for a smoother flavor profile. What's more, Bushido is also a genshu sake, meaning that it is undiluted and 18% alcohol, yet it delivers a clean, refreshing flavor to keep you fueled during a night in or out on your next adventure. And it's got a wolf with two cigarettes on the can. (laughs) (laughs) I believe they're really swords. They're swords, But they look like cigarettes. Cigarettes. Bushido is a name. Smoking wolf. So this is 18%. So this is Knox's favorite by default. (laughs) Yes, so far this is the highest one. ABV. Smoking wolf for sake. It does smell good, though. Yes. So you guys get that watermelon rind? Yeah, actually, that is the one that stood out for me. Asian pear tart raspberry? Well, it smells like a Jolly Rancher, a very light Jolly Rancher. A weird one. Like you dropped it in a white claw. Natural. Put it in a Zima. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to taste this. I don't even want to talk about the nose. But it is very sweet. There's not a lot of... It's like seven things that tried to get pulled out of a lake, but they all drowned. Because there's not a lot of anything alive about this. I'm going to what? It's like there's seven notes. Like baby notes. Like the seven seas? But they they can't, they're competing with each other and then they just wash out. They wash each other out? There's some fruit right away and then it gets kind of a spiciness to it. I agree agree with you, Chris. Uh, You get like some sort of melon taste, fruit taste right away and then it kind of goes into a a slight burn but it's not like the burn that goes up your nostrils burn, it's just like a back throat. Yeah. And it hangs around it's still here. Like your tonsils and that area and I don't know, it's it's pretty good. I don't not hate it. Like, whatever. It was not too bad. Double negative? It was just surprising I didn't uh, think that it would get spicy like that when I smelled it. It's very thin though. Out of all of them so far, this uh, the mouthfeel on this is probably the lightest, I would say, which makes it more appealing to me. It's not as thick and milky or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I've been having issues with all of that. Leaves and... your mouth a little more warm and tingly. Yeah, but that it, also hot. Well, that'd be the warm part. Yeah, it lingers. <laughs> yeah, it lingers. And... That might be the 18% part, right? Well, I suppose, yeah. And what does it do? Asian pear, I guess I kind of get that. This is going to be not an intentional throw to Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but I get the Asian pear flavor because I kind of get a sand flavor to this. Pears (sighs) taste like sand. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But there is like a weird... Asian pears have a texture and flavor to them of graininess of sand. And I kind of find that in this. And it's not unappealing. It actually kind of brings a a, text, a texture to a flavor that I don't find a lot. Right on. And that's a long-winded way of saying that. <laughs> yeah, Very long You could have just went like, oh, it's pretty good. It tastes like sand <laughs> and I like it. Hmm. It's sterile and I like the taste. What you got, Ernie? Yeah. Yep. Number it. Uh, Fuck. Three... Point two five. I like it a little better than the last one. I'll sorry. <laughs> I'll do three point two five also. <laughs> and Kev. Three point two five. This has been the most enjoyable. It's a it's a sipper. I would not want to shoot this. Right. So that like that first one is like you know, I said spray it in my mouth. This one is like, eh, you could pour it at a medium pace. Mm-hmm. This is this is a scotch. 
to the whiskeys we've been so having. like the first I ones mean, are more not... like your sake bomb type right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'd say so so we moved from like Phillips vodka, you know. That to, fir- that to, first we're at the stuff, UV right now. I think we guessed <laughs> right when we put them in order of how are they gonna? Yeah, how, but how are they gonna? Big dicks fare. coming out right now with the bottle of Taiku. Yeah. So, so well, the what average, is it? The, what average is the average for the Bushido uh, Way of the Warrior Bushido. was three point two five. We all gave it a three point two five. Oh. <clears throat> so so far in the lead. All right. Deservedly. This last one is, of course, by Taiku. It's their Junmai Ginjo. It's a rich and silky texture with hints of peach and vanilla notes. Enjoy this premium sake, chilled like a fine white wine. Taiku Junmai Ginjo sake (laughs) is crafted from a special blend of Yamada Nishiki. (laughs) Did Did you you really say say that? Your mother. (laughs) Yamada. You're fucking with me. Hang on. Yamada Nishiki. Yeah, why, why that's, do, that's what it says. Why does your Japanese have an Italian accent? <laughs> Yamada Giuseppe. Or, or Russian, I don't fucking know. Because he's uh, <laughs> he, he's Yakuza. He's gangster. Uh, and Akeboni. Akebono, <laughs> come sorry. on. Get your shit together. Uh, <laughs> sake rice that is polished, so only 55% of the grain remains. A, pro- a process which removes impurities and refines taste. How much grain left? 55%. Oh, yeah. Impressive. So the Junmai. The bottle is pretty awesome. The Junmai Ginjo. Yeah, it's almost a Dai Ginjo. Classification represents the top 6% of all sake in the world. Winner of the gold medal at the SF International Wine Competition and the gold medal at the New York World Wine and Spirits Competition. So it's a 15% ABV, 45 calories per one and a half ounce. So you got to swirl it around a little bit and okay. then and then uh, take a sniffer. I get a, a, a oh, fruit a cat piss. Yeah. Something. <laughs> fruit cat piss. <laughs> but I get a, I don't know. There's, Absolutely. That's uh what year is this cat piss? So like <laughs> this is a twenty eighteen. So like is that like an IPA then cat piss IPA? Yeah, kind of like cat piss IPA. What are what are you smelling, Ernie? I'm sorry. All I got the, I, I've had uh, this for a while. No, so it's I, it, been aging I, in the fridge. Kind of something sweet, but not really f- fruity. Or a, a, oh like, like a, a spoiled fruit. melon. A spoiled well, there you go. Maybe like like a spoiled muskmelon. I do no. I do get. The, I do get what you're but getting you, there. But you gotta swirl, swirl, Jesus, <laughs> swirl it. You gotta swirl, yeah. swirl yeah. it around it, a little bit. It's it's a it's a sharp sweetness, like back of your nose. <laughs> a sharp sweetness. A sh- it's a sharp sweetness. That's okay. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my depends. A wee bit. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just gonna drink it. Welcome to all things Scottish. Our slogan is: If it's no Scottish, it's crap. Yep. yep. Why does this? Why is this so watery? I don't know why. <laughs> it doesn't taste like much of anything. Again, it's that like flick of flavor right away in the beginning, and it's just gone. The bean flick. It's yeah, not as a, vanilla notes. It's not it's a, a mushroom. It's flick. definitely not as fruity. It, it's <laughs> it. It is earthier. A little bit to me, like right. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. Hang on, Ernie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to decide if I get a little bit. Of, I know I don't think it was mentioned, but that little bit of cedar um, dryness at the end. Oh yeah, s- something. There's a punchiness of fruit, though. I don't know. I I, I like don't know if I like it yet. Papaya it's, or something uh, in the beginning. It just feels I don't know lacking. Different in my mouth. Totally different than all the other ones. So do you think that lack of of a really strong pungent moldy flavor that the the, the ko, ko, koji whatever the fuck the koji mold yeah yeah mold is just a, a a better representation of the process and how much and how how carefully they refine this stuff they ferment it i i guess so but by polishing that that rice down that much i guess but i almost kind of think i expect and want that out of a sake because this just doesn't ring sake to me. 
it's hard to explain. Uh, there's some flavor that kind of goes away. I get that little bit of dryness at the end. Maybe it's just me, but okay. I don't know. I think this one's just a bit drier overall. It doesn't so, have that sweetness. Swinging from the sweet to the dry, this is definitely in that like. It's just a weird drop. Yeah, from that last it's one. It's very. Okay. I think it's way more sweet. And look at look at the color of it. There isn't yellow to this. It's very. This is skimmed off the very is top. Very clear. Almost totally. Looks like real good water. I don't think it's bad. Um, no, There's just not a nope. lot. Going I on. wouldn't spend the money on that bottle. <laughs> That's the sad part. What did this right. Taiku cost? I don't fucking remember. It doesn't matter. It was kind of spendy. I bought it before COVID. It, but yeah, this is a a good example of where spending that extra thirty bucks for the bottle might not necessarily pay off for you, unless this is what you're looking for. I don't know. We're we're not sake people. We'll say it again. Uh, all right. Why don't you numbers. guys throw some numbers on this? Chris, start. Wait, I never started today, have I? I don't know. I think you, you did. You start. Sure. I'm gonna do th- uh, two point seven five. I'm gonna agree with Chris. Two point seven five. Yeah. Right. Ernie. Uh, two point five. So I had to mess it all up. So it comes to 2.666, repeating six. Mm. Two devils. Two devils. For infinity. Two devils. Pretty so, good score. Yeah. So that was the average for the Taiku Super Premium. Super uh, so Premium. That was... Uh, what, who wins? Well, it was... Um, the one in Bushido, the... Bushido, Way of the Warrior. The can. The can. The can one. With a 3.25. So what did you... How much was that can? Good question. Well, it is a great question, and when you guys find out, let me know. All right, I'll get right on it. I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't pay attention to shit. I literally, Bridgeview sucks me in every time. Uh, they helped me pick this one. I don't remember who it was who helped me, but oh, I'll be picking this one out. Tim. Oh, yeah, probably Tim. Tim at Bridgeview. But oh. then immediately I went, and <laughs> I also had to grab a bottle of Buffalo Trace and a case of PBR and... Grab Where are some, those? Grab some King Sue, and then so my tab was, I didn't pay attention. Ooh, to what I King Sue, that was most of your bill. All right. In all honesty, uh, he has the both of these, the, the barrel-aged Hanjo, jo, yeah. Hanjozo what? was $29.49, or no, $29.99, and the Sunshine Country, which we had the very first one, was $29.99 as well. Ooh. That wasn't worth it. Uh, these look like they're probably six, seven bucks a can. Dope. Really? Well, I mean, these ones are also 750 milliliters. 720? Seven, 720, sorry. I know one thing about sake, and then 720 milliliter bottles. Yeah, these are 180 milliliter can mm, for five, six bucks. Probably. So that's almost price point equivalent. Pretty close. But. So, you get uh, a fresh can every time, motherfucker. So, an interesting thing. What? Because uh, what you were saying huh? was interesting to me. Sorry. Oh, that never happens, Ernie. What, were, what were we talking about? Um, I so, just wanted to mention the Sunshine Country sake. I mm-hmm. let it uh, warm up to room temperature. And it is a little better. Uh, so, I think that might be, uh, we might be correct, or Kev, you might be correct, and that would probably be a better one hot or warmer. Warmer. Because it really kind of tones everything and mellows everything out. So, yep, I, I think. And so. that was our least favorite one of the night. Yeah, of the that was kind of one point nine one. Did 1. it bring 9. out any different flavors, or did it just make it sweeter and more palatable? Or no, I mean the flavor still kind of went away pretty quick, and I think that was one of the things we didn't like about it. Um, but uh, it just kind of mellows everything out. There's really no burn to it. Um, so yeah. Be interesting to do hot sakis sometime, and hate that episode too. Apparently, I just want. I uh, hate this episode. I want this bushido to <laughs> no, be never even it. colder. Is... Yeah. And uh, what I really like about this is a, uh, it's a can. The whole top comes off. That freaks me. So out. you can drink out of the can. You know, if you want to be the cool person at a barbecue. And I'm at eighty milliliters. What's cool about <laughs> drinking out of a can with no lid? Everything. Look at this. 
And then it's got a resealable I saw top. An so then if you're going to pass that cuts the top off if, of your beer cans. This me too. Is bullshit. If, if, if Who needs why would that? you do that? If you're going to pass out <laughs> to that, dude. Say you're going to pass out and you haven't drank all of your bushido. That's cool. Little plastic cap. Put no. it right on. Put no, it right by the no put it right flies. by your uh, bed at night. You can reopen your sake, then you can drink it warm to and help you sleep. Commence alcoholism yeah, I mean, these in the guys morning. Thought of everything. <laughs> they thought of everything. And how much was that 180 milliliter can? Like, like five six bucks, bucks, six bucks. Good. Okay, so that's like a fourth the size of these 720. Right, so 20 to 25 yeah, it was 20. Uh, that same size. Yeah, bottle. but if you buy yeah. five of them, it costs you $30 just the same. So that's $20 versus these are $30. So I would suggest getting the, Get the, the cans. Taste, taste and the it's best. always going to be more fresh because you're and opening a new yeah, can. It's a versatile yeah. little fucker. Go anywhere yeah. with you. Yeah. You got, if you got cargo pants, you fucking throw a b- couple cans of Bushido's in. Yeah. You could fit hey, like three. Look what you're wearing. I'm wearing cargo shorts. Chris could fit like eight <laughs> cans of a uh, wolf cigarette inside of those. <laughs> wolf, wolf cigarette. Bushido wolf cigarettes. Absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, our suggestion would be to get the, the smaller um, milliliter ca- uh, cans or well, that glass can. containers or whatever that the sake comes in. Um, we do recommend also at least Ginjo or better. Or Daiginjo, because it's got a much more cleaner flavor. And any additives uh, for flavor are also recommended as well. That watermelon rind really was well done in that Bushido you guys said for the flavor. Yeah. And that barrel aged was uh, pretty pleasant, too. Yes. That, that, that's interesting. Keep up with that. So or the the alcohol additions were good in, in this in this in this case for the most part because otherwise the, it was the same underlying flavors. It became very bland, you know. Well, rice, right? Rice is bland if you don't put stuff on it. Well, it's like when we were outside, we discussed it, and we should have discussed it in here that it's uh, it's like German beers. They're, they have to be brewed to a specific style to be a, ger- a German beer, so a lot of them taste the same, and it becomes blah after a while. Sakes is probably the exact same thing. Tradition brings, I mean, obviously a constant, constant product, but... It becomes bland. Right. I think so, too. I'm looking for exciting things. This wasn't very exciting. You can tell by our, our, <laughs> our mellow kind of... We're jaded. Lock no, yeah. mood right now. I don't know about that. I'm in a great mood, but... Yeah. So, yeah, for uh, the average person that probably goes to some of the local, like, uh, Uzumis you mentioned, and Kobe's... Kobe's mm-hmm. um, and does the hibachi grill and they squirt the sake, you know, you don't know which kind of sake that is, but um, a lot of them will have like a menu of sakes. And I think on those menus, it'll probably say like served hot, served cold or whatever. So maybe, you know, talk to your uh, wait, your server and, and uh, ask their recommendations. Hopefully they're knowledgeable as far as trying some sakes. Um, Definitely for you, for the best I, right. for the best experience, you've got to talk to always to people that are in the know and servers and people who you buy your alcohol from should should have these answers for Ho- you. Hopefully, yeah, they they've been. Well, trained. this machito, I went into Bridgeview probably like fifteen minutes after you guys got there. Is what yeah. The, yeah. what Tim told me, but Tim told me to buy this tin of sake, and that's what. So I went off of his recommendation solely. That's why I bought this, and look at that. Ask an Best expert. one of the day. Yeah. Bridgeview knows their shit. Wolf Cigarettes wins again. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, you guys got anything to promote? Nope. Nope. I have nothing to promote. Yeah, there you go. Chew your chips of the mic. Damn yeah, there straight. You go. Damn straight. <laughs> I, I, I want to promote Lay's Classic Chips. They're good for palate cleansing. Make someone smile. That's what <laughs> or it, annoy them. Yeah, that's what it says. All right, Ernie, where can people find you? Oh, for heaven's sakes. Uh, across the street. Oh, for sake's sake. Chris, sake. where are you at? I have nowhere. Exactly. Yeah, same here. I'm on, a, Come on, I'm on the internet. Find me on Facebook. Fuck it. Yep, and I'm anywhere Bruise, Booze, and Reviews related. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. For more information, head over to BruiseBooseAndReviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. You can also click the link at the bottom of our episode description and donate to help with production costs and beer for our fridge to review for you. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners and neighbors, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, 
May your glasses be full and your spirits high. Cheers!